Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. You're listening to Season 5 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Matthew. We're about to start tonight's episode, but I just had a realization, as I often do, right when I finished peeing, there's something about peeing for me that's where my ideas come alive. I realized that in order for this to be sexy November, which I decided the other day it's going to be because we like had to do a rerun, I feel like we're going to do, Sammy, don't be mad, we're going to have to do a flip-flop. And switch your episode for tonight's movie, Suburban Swingers Club, so that this whole month is sexy November, starting with Straight A's Triple X and ending with Suburban Swingers Club with our guest Richard Rushfield, who I'll like introduce fully in a moment. Um, but you're welcome. Um, I think this is going to be a very exciting month. If I sound different in this episode, it's because or more woke rather in next week's episode when we do seven things to do like seven things to do before I'm 30 if I sound less woke in that episode it's cuz I haven't seen this movie yet Richard picked this movie out Richard Rushfield welcome to the show Thank you. Welcome to the movie. Thank you for picking this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, I'm honored to be part of Sexy November. That's, Sexy uh, November. Uh, yeah, we're announcing it. It's time for Sexy November. That's uh, <laughs> for for my first visit to get here straight on on Sexy November. It just feel like such a. I I feel like I should have had a, a apprenticeship. Uh, so, so, like, I have to tell you, we're doing sexy November mostly just because I'm uncomfortable talking about this subject. Ninety nine percent of the time, I typically avoid like the sexy movies on Lifetime. One because, as I was saying to Sammy on the way over here, because they can't like actually have sex in a Lifetime movie. Mm. Well, like. <laughs> Not like pornography, but you know what I mean. Real yeah. movie sex. They have to make up for it with loud kissing, <laughs> which I think is just so uncomfortable and like heavy petting that you can hear through the screen and then loud kissing. It's just for me so uncomfortable. I actually was going to like make the audience go through a clip of it when they come back from their first swinging party. Uh, guys spoiler alert people swing in this movie um but i decided <laughs> not, to cut not as it much just, as you'd think though no not as much as you'd think <laughs> given the title but i find the the sex scenes in these movies to be so uncomfortable yeah they're, they're, i mean they're not they're not sexy i mean first of all they're they're lit like the whole movie is which is like a a, a pottery barn catalog like oh, just right. like like it's the you've, you've never like 
been in, let alone had had sex in a, in a room that is like that many lights shining on you. Know, yeah, so you're like, exactly. Oh my god, you're so right. It's a Pottery Barn catalog. That is the lighting. It's just like there's no shadows any, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, um, and it's also yeah. I mean, we've actually dealt with a lot of lifetime trying to cover sex this season. I think between Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life, and and. You know, obviously, Lifetime, they have to include, like, you know, sexy storylines in television for women. I mean, this is a very romance-driven channel, whether, like, the man's making you join the mob or, you know, bringing you into a sex, like, a local sex cult or something, right? That's the things that happen to a woman in this these world. Are, yeah, these are, this is girl stuff. So I just, like, you know, but at the same time, they cannot execute it successfully in my mind. It's so half-baked. Like, if they want to go full, okay, we're making a movie about a, a college girl who goes to Duke who makes porn – great so, um if they're doing this but they can only go so far with it so it looks cartoonish it looks like the yandy halloween website there, there's a lot of a lot of things missing from what you would think of as the way people behave and look in the real world uh from from suburban swingers club and I, i've got a theory about it i <laughs> uh, it, i want to hear it um so it, it it's the the whole the whole film in the 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 logic in the way the the in in the way everything looks in the way there's no one on the streets um ever um in in the way there's nothing on their wall it it it, it feels it it the, the whole the something is just off enough in in every part of in every part of this that it feels like at any moment like that what that that there was an original movie in here that that the ending the third act was uh they they announced a lor- that someone came and told Lori well of course you've been dead uh for the for the I back. love that theory. Oh, I love that theory. Because none of this could actually be happening in in any kind of No, it definitely does seem logic. like a dream because she's so um she has no possession. She has no self-possession whatsoever. No, and and something's off about it starting with she's the only non-white person in in this entire on this entire planet well you know it's interesting because we text a little bit before this because i said i don't like that the the lead is a black woman and she's also the only person being targeted by this one psychopath in the neighborhood um well if we're going to be real i think everyone in this neighborhood they're not they don't they register on some sort of list you know what i mean but um I was like, I don't love that. I feel like that is just very like classic bad movie unawareness, lack of awareness. And then you said, but Giselle was also, but I'm thinking Giselle is not a white girl either. It 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 it, it is Giselle uh, Latino. You think? I think she falls somewhere on the map. I feel like the other two are pure as the driven snow white girls. Like they're just Giselle like is, fucking. Giselle is probably. Chilean, I think. And, you think and, you're, you're yeah. placing it on Chilean? Came, I think <laughs> Giselle came here for boarding, was Chilean raised and sort of came here for boarding school right. and then and then left boarding school to you get married. You know what I would love is she, if she was one of the ex-wives of the Chilean miners. That, 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 that could would be, be... Do you know I did shots with the Chilean miners, right? Really? Yeah. No, I, I went to the CNN Heroes event the year that they were being honored and I said to my friend... 
I'm going to do one thing tonight and that's buy shots for the Chilean miners. And when we got there, uh, to the reception after I set my eyes straight on those Chilean miners and I walk up and they thought I was a celebrity for right. some reason. Right. We all do. Mom. And uh, yeah, thank you. Um, they must've been big Tumblr fans. And so <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> if there was one Chilean miner who was just dying to get back to his Tumblr and see how I was handling my breakup with my ex-boyfriend <laughs> poorly that week. Um, but <laughs> I miss the Tumblr. Uh, so arc. I, so I bought them like a, a round of shots. Or I guess rather they were complimentary, and um, yeah, I took shots with the Chilean miners. How did they? Did did their heroism rub off on you? Did you want to go and survive a disaster? I think I have survived <laughs> a disaster. Well, I'm currently always in it. My life, I'm currently living. In, did you in did a you ask him for disaster. advice on like like I, I you you survived the mine crash? I'm going through this breakup. Like how? What no, tools did I you actually, learn in the mine? Like first of all. Believe it or not, you think that they, the Chilean, all of the Chilean miners would speak English, right? Because they're great worldwide fairy tale heroes, right? Or um, heroes, folk heroes. Absolutely. Um, they do not speak English. So I, there wasn't a lot of communication with them, but there was a lot of like, once I started buying them shots, they were like, oh, like, let's take a picture. So all of them were trying to get pictures taken with me. And I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm like rocking 13K on Twitter. Like, I'm no one. I don't know why they thought I was famous. But next, I mean, maybe it was just because I walked in there with this whole sense of like, Chilean miners, I'm going to buy you they shots. Were, they were like, part of the Tumblr community. Yeah, I'm sure. they, <laughs> the they, Chilean miners were all on Tumblr. But anyway, I want to be clear. We have no evidence that Giselle is Chilean. Wait, can I, can I, uh, uh, can I make one quibble? Of course. Are you are you really a hero if you saved your own life? Um. Oh. I mean, I don't. I got you know what they went through is is is. Well, I think they got. I, I think the Chilean miners got canceled a long time ago. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the, I think we canceled the Chilean. I mean, miners. it's it's impressive, but is it is it technically heroism? Is it is it? Right. That they no, I mean, like, when those boys got stuck in the cave in, in Thailand, right? Like, I think the, the people coach crawled. was considered a hero, and the kids were, I mean, they're all sort of very honored, for sure, but it's the people that went through the tube it's that's a, the hero, you know? Like, not the Elon Musk of the world calling exactly. people a pedophile the, the, for the, no the, reason, the, but the other the people, people that came them. to aid, yeah. So they're they're survivors, and that's that's uh, you know we we honor their we their stand struggle, but yeah, it's uh, but uh, but I I, I I don't know if we should give them medals yet. Okay, can I tell or you my drinks. version of like what this? <laughs> You're like, you're, I love that you're like cock blocking the Chilean miners <laughs> like think, 10 years retrospectively. You're like, not only are they not heroes, um, they don't deserve a drink. Oh, but wait, <laughs> so um, yeah, I have a theory Then when you sort of like presented your theory, I was like, okay, what's your version of that? And I, I realized very quickly what it is. So if this is like a dream state or something that she's been in, if she's been dead the whole time, I wonder if maybe even, because it's so surreal, this whole movie, if the devil had like a shelf of um, snow globes and each one represented a deadly sin, this one is lust. Like, and I think these people live in a fucking snow globe. That could be. Because it's pretty, it's suburban, but man, 
that is the devil's snow globe. Yeah, and they had to start a club. It yeah. is, I mean, it just say there, there's a lot about the club that they won't even tell us, the viewers. Oh yeah, that the, the, they're clearly keeping secrets from from the audience. Uh, but the cops know, so like that even adds to my <laughs> that, snow globe was... theory because the cops are in on this on this uh, secret club. Well, which... and, and the, the evidence that the writers are actually in on this and are part of the pact with Satan is that they didn't name the the movie's circle of trust. You're taking down Christoph Bergerson, Ken Sanders, and Mark <laughs> Sanderson. I that, that's seriously who you're yeah. going after. I mean, not that I, I'll. Mark Sanderson of Silent Venom, A Night to Regret, Stingers, and City Limits fame. Um, Wait, he Ken, yeah. Ken Sanders' career, uh, I, I, I glanced at. <laughs> it, he, so he gets a story by credit, but he's also the producer yeah. of these. So in, in he gets my, stopped by my doctor. That's a just, big one. Just just look at the, the list of titles that he has. And in my mind, Ken Sanders is a guy who sits there and says – and he he he's sitting in his office. He's he's uh, what he what he he's, he's he's throwing pencils in the ceilings, and then also comes to him, Mistress Hunter. He's the ideas guy. Yes, but but look at these titles. That uh, for one man to have to, to have been involved in this many great t- titles: Boy in the Attic, cr- Killer Coach, Stalked by a Reality Star, oh, Psycho in Law. Oh, he did Killer Coach. We did that. I mean, Psycho look- Wedding Crap. I don't want to throw a wrench in the gears for you here because yeah. I will say that like stalked by my blank is a very standard lifetime actually retitles a lot of stuff that should have originally been called one thing. So sometimes if you type in like the wrong blank, like another movie title will come up, which I love. I love a double title. Those are some of my favorites. But the perfect that is totally a uh, that's totally a a clam for lifetime, and so is um. Stalked by my. But so, that said, this man is an incredibly. He also impressive. has a couple. He also has a few clubs in here too. And killers, yeah. I mean, he. I will say, I really do think that Ken Sanders might be. I don't. I. I don't want to say the Mark Cuban of Lifetime, <laughs> but like, I feel like he's someone that just sort of shoots out an idea. Yeah. And then, and then, like, tells someone else to go execute. I mean, is he the Nanny Elon killer. Musk? Go. Yeah. Do it. He's like, she kills. Bring, and me, then bring me 60 pages tomorrow morning. And then he'll like totally do a rewrite and then maybe like be super mad during the rewrite and being like, oh, but this it's, is, it's like, a genius so that you can just sit there and say double daddy. Yeah. We're shooting next week. I love that. And, and by the way, Killer Coach too. another movie. I don't know. I think Ken Sanders. I would I would like to meet the man and find out what's going on in there. Because we've done a couple of his movies, and a few of them are some of the bigs. <laughs> I mean, he's, look how many he's done. He's got mother, mother of all eyes. The Perfect Boyfriend we've done, I think. Um, oh, wait. No, we haven't. See, and so, this some is of them are just – it's, it's just so obvious, but 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 would you ever think to, that, that, yes, I could just – yeah, f- f- Flirting with Madness, that's a movie. Yeah. I'm so excited you're here to do this because I know that you probably took this as seriously as I take it (laughs) and uh, or maybe more, um, which like, you know, I just I love it when someone doesn't just come here to like fucking agree with me. You know, Uh, I really I like to be challenged. So um, we're going to open up on a suburban drum shot. (laughs) Titles are very plain, but okay. We enjoy the font. It's fine. 
A couple is moving in and the husband and wife are talking about how promising the new house is. Right away, you don't know if these people are, are married because there's no Yeah. There's no heat between them whatsoever. And nor nor well, there's there's a reason for that as as Right. As We're going to find we'll out. Find. But it's certainly at the top of it I was saying like, okay, either this isn't her husband or I know why they become swingers. Yeah, it's pretty it's 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 pretty clear that there's never been um any sort of uh, passion or uh, even mild excitement to see enthusiasm to see each other. Grant and Lori, I mean, who knows what happened before the you know what? We'll get to it. But I mean, this is just. But is, it's is, a, it's quite a sight. I mean, I have to say because her sister is so down to earth. Later on, yeah. I have to imagine that they kept it real with Lori if she was about to marry a dud. Like, I think something really was was uh, taken from these people. But do you think in her in her real life that this this isn't a dream? Like in her actual life, she she do you think she's really married to Grant, or is this or, or is is this the nightmare husband that 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 she has? Well, if we're talking about parallel universes, that's different than if this is a snow globe or if she was dead the whole time. <laughs> if she, I think if she was dead the whole time, then I think that. I think that their marriage was really like this. I think that when things start to become dead the whole time is around the time that you-know-who drugs her with you-know-what, and then you-know-what happens. I do. You know? To me, that's where things get really, like, loopy and out of control, and that might be actually where she passes away. There's – from the very – from the very start here, there there are indications that that this – She's dead. (laughs) <laughs> this is not a real world that I, but first of all, the the whole, the whole, the whole world here. I, so there's, there's two things you could say about the production that either they potentially found a, a, a bunch of track homes that were just completed and snuck into them to, 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 to shoot a lifetime movie in three hours or they're, that's what happened or they're, or they want to give you the sense of that. So you can know to hint to that. Everybody's dead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel you. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. No, that makes sense. Damn. Um, it's going to be hard to unthink. Fuck. You you finally found someone that, uh, takes us more seriously than, um, but I will say that, like, basically, they speak like acquaintances that have some very tough energy between them, at, at very best for our audience. So, Kay, um, Lori's sister, shows up to help her unpack and check out the house. She can't believe the size of the place. And uh, Garrett – wait, what's his name? Grant. Grant. Grant oh, yeah. my God. Fucking white guy's names on this kill me. Grant is like, can't live in a dingy old condo forever, <laughs> which, like, kind of – I was like, okay, Grant, like, don't shit on your entire last life. You know, we got to get the upgrade, but don't be like flipping about it. Be, let's be grateful. Uh, especially when the the purpose of buying this house is to uh, is to help your your wife get over her miscarriage, right? Uh, <laughs> Spoiler the, 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 uh, that the, that the whole which which will, will come back in my theory also, but but. Uh, but also, like, I do think his lack of thankfulness, if we're going to pay credence to my devil's snow globe theory, like, I think that that is partially why he's like, first you're greedy, then you're sexually deviant, 
then you, you know, then you whole life winds up fucked up. So, um, yeah, we go outside to the very expensive backyard. I will say that there's significantly more energy. But, but, for, between... but first, they ask about the uh, the counter. Here's here's another. She's an interior <laughs> designer, right? And the worst one, by the way. Yeah, and she she looks at the the the, the interior designer, which the only. The the only uh, idea she has for for her own home is uh, we should put decks in by the pool. Apparently, <laughs> but, yeah. But I mean, this is the other thing. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it sort certainly after this scene, next scene where we find out that there's like a Fisher Price pirate boat that's been like well weathered by the sun. Like, I want to know what PA. Or whatever, <laughs> what like AD had that rotting in his backyard and was like, dude, I'll fucking pay you to take this out. Like, it was a very well sun weathered Fisher Price boat that was in the backyard. And I, and there's also a couple other window treatments and other things that I have to wonder what was left by the previous okay, owner. Okay, you, you can tell me to shut up about my theory anytime you want, but the, the Fisher Price pirate boat. She, they're moving to suburbia. Oh, are the is the only <laughs> sign we will see of children. She's moved there after the miscarriage, and she sees the Fisher Price pirate boat, and they're in suburbia, and we will never see another sign of a child again. You in this know what, movie. Richard? I have to say the same thing occurred to me as well. That there are no fucking children in this movie. But there is a Fisher Price pirate boat left behind right. by the pool. Yeah. What is that? That's because like. Um, that's a Pizzagate reference, but like, (laughs) um, I do think that there's like something where if I have to logistically think about why there's no children at all in this suburban neighborhood where all the adults come together to have sex, it's because there's no way that Lifetime could have like dealt with the morality of that. Like they're already, this is already a, a fucking, a housewife would pass out. If she saw this, right? If there was kids in the scene, people would be writing letters. There'd be a letter writing campaign about these dirty swingers and the kids. And by the way, shout out to all of our our swinger listeners. I was thinking of you this whole time I was watching this movie, being like, how am I going to come to grips with the fact that like, and I, again, I don't want to conflate Polly with swingers at all, but like, I do want to say that like, this is a situation that can be handled in many ways, and none of the ways it was handled in this movie are a positive light on the swinging community, which I assume is very vast. I, the w- there's a lot about. I mean, so 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 part of. Uh, I mean, I, I going into suburban swingers club, <laughs> I was hoping for a sort of. You, you, you want to know? I mean, what, what Stephen King says is like people are interested in how other people. Work, what people do at work and in, in, in writing, like always write details about their work. And you're interested in like how a suburban swinger cup flunk, like what are the details? How's yeah. the, yeah, and, and that's so true. I do get so pervy when they go into the details of someone's careers in these movies. We, that's when I perv out, but we get they go there, we're. They they withhold a lot about the mechanics of Suburban Swingers Club here. The circle of trust is, uh, it, it, and to get there, like, uh, uh, Another sign that that she's actually dead. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's no there's a lot of logical leaps that 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 get her to suburban swingers club and out of it that no um, sentient human being would make ever. Right. But but, uh, but somehow. Well, I mean, this is the thing: is that 
the whole thing is they have to tell this movie in an hour and 27 minutes. Yeah. In this, I think it was an hour and 25, so even less, right? And the only way that they can really get us through this plot at this point, I've realized, is just by ignoring logic at every turn in a way that's even more infuriating than like something you'd go see in the theater because who doesn't watch a horror movie and think don't go up those stairs that like you know call the police you stupid bitch like we all go to that place right this every lifetime movie is a series of just being like don't do that crazy put that down don't do that you know like these movies are infuriating in that but but i like the way that they that he lays out the logic of like why we should be as a singers club why we should (laughs) keep doing that it's just it's just insane (laughs) well i have a different theory about like the way that this is all shaken down um, so he takes his sister outside to see the backyard, which is beautiful. Like, that's a $3 million home backyard in except LA. For, except for one thing it needs. What? A deck. Oh, a deck. That's I right. mean, you're, 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 no, How fucking pool, dare I no forget deck. about the deck? But the truth is, honestly, where would that deck go? Like, what? There's no <laughs> I, door that requires a deck. I the guess I guess over the a, little bit of pavement there. Wasn't that a patio? You could, you could, oh, I guess. I don't know. There, just, uh, there's a little bit of a concrete there. I guess you just slap a deck on. I mean, I think that, yeah, I think that she, that was an innovative thought for the backyard for sure. I didn't see that. Showing, and then showing her design chops. Uh, she comes out while the brother or the, her husband is talking to her sister that she is much more, he is so much more sexual energy with the sister, in my opinion. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you think immediately like that? Immediately, you think like that's going to be what this story is about. One hundred percent. Well, like just because the way they interact, I think that's to offset how disconnected Grant and Lori are, yeah. without making Grant seem like a total fucking monster, which they kind of have already. But um, she like she comes out and Grant spots the Fisher Price boat, and he's like, "I'm so sorry. The previous owners must have owned that. I'll have them take it out." Which right away you're just like, "Well, wait a minute." This is must mean infertility or miscarriage of some kind. Why is he, she the only one that's upset about it? Yeah. Like, I would the, think that that would have struck a chord with both of them if this was something horrific that they had gone through, which it sounds like it was. Yeah. So we do learn um, that he's been acting, you know, he might not really be grasping the seriousness of all of it. He's acting strange about it. And we're not really sure if we're ever going to be back on the same page. That's what Lori tells her sister. So the next day or something, I guess, I, the timeline's not clear in this movie this, this, at this, all. I, I think this all happens, like, from moving in to Swingers Club to start. We're not even at two minutes and 55 but seconds I, But yet. I think it all takes it, – it seems to all take place within about – 30 hours like it's it's like sort oh, of a, yeah. day, a day and a half she's but. barraged with it which like i mean t- like i think adds to my theory i'll present well i guess i'll just present it now i think that there's no fucking way that that grant moved into this neighborhood without knowing that this was also an active swinging community well who 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 was the realtor oh rachel wow oh my god it's gonna be significant uh uh, oh, later on. double snow globe for sure. Yes, oh my god, a lust-driven act. You're going straight to hell, bitches. It's Ra- Rachel. It lo- you, as as we'll see, she's bringing people into the circle of trust to to, to satisfy her lust. Wait, don't tell everyone the- yet. Okay, well, okay. Well, Forgive me. Forgive no, me. it's fine. I just 
like, I think that you have really good thoughts. I just want to get everyone lined up <laughs> yeah. on this because it's yeah, important. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I like appreciate your fire. So you have no idea how much I appreciate. Well, the, 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 the text here is really interwoven so much that you get into any piece and you immediately encounter it the started, whole. I trust yeah, me. I deal with it every week. It's like once you get, once you start pulling, you know? Um, so anyway, so, uh, the next day, or whatever. She's carrying a box of papers. They fall everywhere. She picks it up. There's an ultrasound of her unborn child. She stares at it. Um, and it's a book called Modern Baby Names that she's holding on. I would have loved to know what she was going to name the baby, but boom, we do know she flips it over. It's Caleb. She would have named the baby Caleb. Okay, with, a, with, a, with a K, I, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful. So Grant walks through the living room on a work call and she calls after him. He doesn't respond. He like just blows out the house and she looks out the window and right after he's gone, she sees a real hunky guy doing some light woodworking in the driveway across so, the street. So he, he, so let's play the clip. 255 to 418. Yes, of course I'm here for you. Come on. No, we have Grant. to move on this deposition. Grant. Okay, so what you got to do is... Grant! Just start filming out. Sorry. Uh, I'm Rachel. We met at the Christmas party last year. Rachel. We live three houses down. We're neighbors. Yeah, Grant told me. Hmm. Oh, my, you certainly have a room with a view, don't you? That's Noah Craner. God, he likes to show off, doesn't he? Seems that way. Want me to introduce you guys? Oh, no. Gosh, I've got my hands full right now. Oh, yes. I remember how it was when we first moved in. Stresses me out just thinking about it. Which is why I brought you this. You didn't have to do that. Well, it's just a little housewarming I thought we could enjoy tonight over dinner at our place. Dinner. You don't have to go through that trouble, really. It's really no trouble. See you at six? All right. Thank you. So First of all, why Laurie's, is there a, why is there a cage in their living room? I know it's like some sort of wrought iron thing, and also I had an issue with the drapes that are directly behind her because they like are a beautiful window treatment in theory. It's just like a heavy cloth over a white sort of sheer cloth, but the heavier cloth has this like pixelated fabric on it, and it's so unfortunate. Where we're looking at it right now, it looks almost Aztec, but when they were speaking. And you could see it in full. It was a truly horrendous curtain. And I'm assuming that that also belonged to the previous owner. But like it doesn't – if anything, that sort of informs the other design design decisions that Lori has brought into the home as even worse. Well, I mean is it just the stuff from her dingy condo that that – they just put in this palatial estate. I mean, um, we did we did learn that they would be going furniture shopping for a whole new like situation. But her little um touches that she makes are not great. So what is up with her not being able to like wrap her head around a neighbor who knows her husband who she's met before inviting her over for dinner? Lori has a couple moments in this where it's like she doesn't understand what like making friends is. Because she's dead. That's right. what when you're when you're when you're dead, you don't realize that your husband is actually 
planning to bring you into a, a swingers club before you even bought the house and and uh, and pegging it to your miscarriage. Okay, but like, let's say that did isn't what happened. How bizarre is it that that was? I mean, how was the average person who couldn't see the truth, the truth that you're telling? How is the average person at home supposed to digest that information? That I, she I, was I think, so. Surprised? I think what they were sort of <laughs> implying was that so Grant walked out the door and and then Rachel walked in about five seconds later, and I think. Grant and Rachel met and got to know each other in that that sort of No, two- they they knew each other before because Grant had met um they had both Grant and Derek, Rachel's husband, worked together. And Rachel had met Lori at a Christmas party. So I'm standing here being like y'all are basically acquaintances for like it would almost be weird if you if you didn't have dinner together. Very uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you know people that move to your neighborhood, you might want to grab dinner, split a meat, like split a meatloaf. Or mention, oh, yeah, you know, Derek and and Lori, Derek and Rachel from the firm, they live they live on the next block where we're going to move. It's almost as if he has a secret plan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you um you were the I said like maybe if she was afraid of eating their food, that would have made sense. Um, what do you think Rachel would, would, would cook? It would, well, we'll get to the dinner. But. Well, I know like that she definitely had this shit catered based on the way that it, we come up on this dinner scene. There's like four berries on a plate. Who knows what their entree was with like a little slice of dessert cake, like a little piece of sliver of cake. And then the husband's pouring some champagne, Derek. Now Derek is a real sleaze ball. But I'm also starting to wonder who do I have a bigger problem with, Derek or Rachel? But but also, it could could you uh, one of my the one of the bigger problems I had with this movie uh, was I I could not tell Grant and Derek apart. And oh that, yeah. Did, could 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 you? Uh, I could just because like Derek has a sleazier vibe to him. Grant has has more obnoxious ties. Uh, right. No, yeah. It, it, I I think to me it was almost like a. Not a BDE. That's too. That's too generous. But like Grant just showed up as more of a beta for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah, Derek that... had sort of like, which by the way leads me to the question: Do sociopaths marry each other? Because I think Derek and Rachel are fucking diabolical. Interesting. Well, There's ma- something going on there. Maybe it's like in uh, that the Dickens novel, our mutual friend, where the two when the two uh, gold hunters. Um, con each other and and, right. and and marry each other both thinking the other has a fortune i will say i do think christoph uh the writer christoph bergeson okay i, I he's written the, the less, executor, of, the the executor of ken sanders uh inspiration oh really you think so see because i would think that those would be a, a christoph detail sort of the more nuances of it well i i i don't want to I, I know he's credited as the writer but i really feel like this is ken sanders from the heart of ken sanders yeah so yeah, yeah i agree I, he I, seems like a real you know what he's ryan murphy it could be he's he's like the ryan murphy yeah. of lifetime yeah Genius. So um, we go to that dinner that night. Uh, the neighbor's husband asks if she's met any of the other neighbors. And the blonde is like, she sure has. She met Noah. And she tells Grant that Noah's the neighbor who's always working in the garage with his shirt off. Um, I wrote, one, that's not meeting someone. And two, <laughs> if that is meeting, then Grant also met him. 
seeing someone shirtless in their driveway from afar is certainly not meeting them. I, I mean, the, I, 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 I feel like Noah is uh, is either he's not taken seriously. Okay, here. Well, this brings me to the question. <laughs> they don't that, take that, Noah seriously. Well, okay. Let, first of all, let, <laughs> let's let's look at uh, at at William O'Han. O'Halloran's uh, past credits. Okay, and it it kind of it 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 it, it kind of points out something not very not very pleasant about society. Like look at look at look at uh, look at who uh, who he's played in the past. There, it's the bartender Julian, male model. Right. Oh, there's a great Kim's moment boyfriend. later on where he fully shows his Fling ass as man, a bimbo bartender. Yeah. It's it's this this is this this, this he's is the hot, he's the hot guy he's the guy that gets cast because he's hot and then acting second which there is a moment later on that I have clipped because I said like there's and yeah all of his all of his roles on shows are like yeah you could tell that they would love to give him a three episode arc but he just can't do it he does <laughs> the, two. The- Oh, that ooh, that stings. Hard to see. He got to the hard to see, hard to hear. He's literally done two episodes of every show. That's like they're trying so hard to get so him. So they a- they they brought him on. Maybe oh. he could have been. Maybe he could have even been a recurring. If he uh, took car- as a romantic character. interest, but then the first he day would've... on set, they just said, "This isn't. Oh, gonna, this hard is, to this speculate. Work. Hard to it- hear. Oh, that's hard to hear." Um. Because it's so true. Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think they take him very seriously. I will say that truly. Or another thing, because and and, and this uh, there's there's a lot that we don't see in this in this movie. Do they all have this is the circle of trust. This Mm -hmm. is the the, the suburban swingers club that runs this neighborhood with an iron fist. (laughs) How do they not know what Noah's up to? Oh, I think they do. I think this is a real Weinstein situation over that they're running at the Suburban Swingers Club. And I think that also it's an issue of like, well, he hasn't done it to me. Like that's because like, the, you know, when it happens to when Noah preys upon Giselle later on, to me, it's very like it's very clear that no one takes Giselle seriously. And so then when he starts in with Lori, it's like also, I mean, I will say once again, I think Noah picks his victims wisely, which is that people that are less likely to believe by the rest of the community. Like Lori's just the new girl. Like all these other fucking snow bunnies up in here, literally like they are, these people are like this chick and uh, Olivia, Noah's wife. I truly think these are like some KKK chicks. But let, let's so let's take that back a couple steps, though. I mean, that might be so, a little so you intense, say, but you like say, I well, think no, they're no, definitely but you're on, on Reddit. Something. But so you say he picks his victims wisely. How do how do Lori, Lori, and Noah come together? Through the circle of trust. Through the he pick, he takes her name out. He takes she takes his keys out of out of the. The bowl, and yeah. does that just? Happen? By the way, does that just happen, or is that has that been? Is has the circle of trust been? Yeah, engineered? well, in the devil's snow globe, literally. I mean, it is circular. I think spherical. Like, I think that honestly, you're right. I think that there's a lot of shit going on here, and this is this is exactly why you're here to talk about it. Lori moves in. You you want you, this is a new girl. She's she's innocent. She is the only non-white person within a thousand miles of here. 
you want her dead. You know you've got a, 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 a psychotic stalker as part of the circle of trust. What do you do? Yeah. You give her, you put, you, you put his keys in her hand. It's a theory. It's a- I mean, that's deep. I did actually have a couple, because this was just made in 2019, so you know they're trying to tie some modern themes in. I really did see, like, there was a couple moments. We're going to have to replay the clip to remember it. And by the way, for anyone who's, like, listening right now, because we haven't even gotten to the second clip, you're probably going to think to yourself, oh, they must be, like, joking some of these details. Like, what swingers party would possibly depicted it as being a key party in 2019? It's like someone Googled bad stereotypes about swingers. Um, no, that's literally what happens in this movie. This whole movie is a bad stereotype. Um, but I want to just say that I wrote in my notes um, that for me, this next scene is showing how Derek and Rachel are quote unquote, a little bit over their heads, like meaning like Derek and our, Grant and Lori's heads. They don't know what they've entered into yet, although we have our theories about Grant. Um, let's play 432 to 634. Noah. Who's Noah? Noah Craner. He owns the house across the street from you guys. He's always working in his garage, usually with his shirt off. You met that guy? I didn't actually meet him. I just saw him in the garage working. Mm-hmm. He does carpentry and woodworking in his garage as a hobby. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he did our gazebo out back. You should check it out. He's really good with his hands. Well, you know, we're thinking about putting a deck out by a pool. Right, babe? I mean, maybe you can run some ideas by him. Sure. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> the first time we saw this neighborhood, we just absolutely fell in love with it. The golf course here is amazing. I believe that. You can't see it now, but in the daytime, it's, it's beautiful. I can't wait for you to play the back nine. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Looks like they're becoming fast friends. <laughs> yeah, she seems happy. That makes me happy. So, um, what's going on between you two? What do you mean? Come on. Is it that obvious? Yeah. <sighs> it's complicated. We lost a baby last year. Five months pregnant. Things haven't been the same since. We've just kind of drifted apart. I thought maybe buying the house might change things, but I don't know. Sorry to hear about that. Thanks. But I might have just the answer to your problem. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. To tell. It's a little different. So you have to keep an open mind. He is very proper in particular. Okay. So, so as it, when she says we're thinking of building a deck Mm -hmm. he just she just looks when he says that she just looks at him like that's like that's the craziest thing oh i oh i interpreted as her looking at him like um uh don't give away our fucking deck idea 
Like oh, the deck was my idea. I don't want these assholes getting a deck too. These already we 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 can't build a gazebo because these people have one. Lori has strange. I mean, I will say both of this couple. They both have bad social cues. Their social cues are brutal. Like just like they blow past any sort of any like reasonable human i her her reaction throughout a lot of this like her reactions to social plans she's always shocked her reaction to like the deck like she almost like her eyes like got bigger like she was like like don't talk about the deck she, like <laughs> that, that's 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 interesting uh i mean i i so, I thought she he was springing this he was he was putting in her head like oh yeah we're talking about a deck a de- we're getting right. no in the mix All we right. got to get yeah. no in Th- the that mix this was somehow him bringing in because you're right we never heard her pitch the deck we don't she she doesn't even she can't even find anything to put on the walls of this house and yeah and you're telling me she's planning a deck already you quite rightfully did point out when we te- we texted these were the only two things we texted about but the other thing you said was that like. This movie is in the scenes we didn't see, and I often feel like I often feel that way with movies. I'm like, this is about what we didn't see. That was actually my biggest critique of the Natalie and Caroline essay. Was that I mean, I want to know about the stuff we didn't hear about because everything else we heard in such painstaking detail. It's the notes you don't play that, mm-hmm. that, that, that make the difference. Um, but yeah, so um. I don't know. I wrote in my notes, why can't you swing without being such a fucking weirdo about it? I feel like the way the swing is always depicted is so seedy. Maybe it is seedy in some people's opinions, but in these movies, it always feels like two just like naughty little thieves, like creeping up on two unsuspecting people in the middle of the night. Like it, it always seems like no one else could possibly be like sexually interested in this sort of experience. It always has to be someone being like, no, wait, what? Like they're always so scandalized. The 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 uh, in in your um devil snow globe theories. I mean, Derek is clearly presenting a you have to keep an open mind, but for just a small price that your soul will belong to us for for eternity. Yeah, you can as have, he you takes can have a the sip greatest of night of your life of yes. like sacrifice blood for sure. And so um later on we we go back home and Grant asks Lori what she thinks about Derek and Rachel and she's like they seem nice and he goes yeah we could become good friends and so she looks across the street and right then she sees a blonde woman having sex with a guy across the street um it's Noah um it's Noah and his and wife presumably Olivia which by the way like looked the way that they handled it where she like sort of he comes up behind her and he's like, what are you looking at? And then they look back and like, there's no lights on in the house and they're not just there. Um, it's crazy. Also, he stares at her like while he's fucking his wife. And it's all just very like, yes, is that a dream state that she's in? Every, she is, she, this, this is all being done to her, like either in a conspiracy or in a, in a dream. It uh, does seem that way. Or in, or in the afterlife. So Grant says, uh, they get in bed and Grant's like, first night in the new house, he's like kind of trying to initiate something, but Lori just flops open some photography book and Grant decides to like restart the conversation and he mentions that Derek and Rachel invited them to a party that weekend and she goes, really? So soon? Like, 
has she never met it? Like, that's how it works. It's like you meet someone, you kind of have some social momentum, and then you're like, you want to hit a party on Friday? Like, <laughs> we just that's moved into the neighborhood and we're going to start going to parties here. It's yeah. A, like, it's, oh, with, we moved here and we know, kind of know some of the people here. Like, what do you mean? Like, she acts like it's some wild stretch. And like, well, you know, I'm with you. And to find out this is all in Southern California was shocking to me because I'm with you. We don't really know our neighbors. We don't really talk to neighbors here. It's just not something you really do in LA which is unfortunate neighbor quote unquote neighborhood culture is lost on us um although my neighbor mike shout out mike cool guy and his um, wife i mean this 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 is this is part of what uh, made me interested in this movie because i i i i i live in a is westwood the suburbs i, I don't, I I don't think know that suburbs, that's considered a suburb i think that anything like east of like um God, I don't know. I guess what the cutoff would be. I kind of think like um, Brentwood, La Bre- like that La Brea area. That's all considered to be. I mean, I, suburb. L A doesn't have a conventional geography uh, that defines suburb, but but Westwood Place. There, there's no there's no piercing store on my on my block. Right, that's uh, where I live. Put, I live in the burbs, baby. Yeah. Glendale, baby. Um, and I have and I have kids, and you're the you're when you have kids in in a suburban like setting um you're you're sort of you're sort of forced into uh sort of shotgun friendships with 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 everybody in your immediate uh uh area area whether you have uh anything in common with them or 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 not that's probably another reason why they didn't have kids in this movie because it'd be weird if the parents were meeting at play dates and then hooking well, up that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's the thing but it, all of these conversations like be, living in this life it is so awkward every day just to start with and and trying to make and and the and the hundredth uh time you're talking about uh so do you see uh they're the 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 right aid is moving down the block and uh these highly they, sanitized it, conversations you're just the idea of like it's already so awkward and painful trying to talk to everybody. The idea you throw in like, oh yeah, and I had sex with eight people in this room, and, <laughs> right. and so did my wife. Like, I yeah, <laughs> makes I, the birthday party a little. I don't bit know strange. how you can how how you could survive that. Uh, that 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 that's what I was hoping Suburban Swingers Club would. That's yeah. That's the other thing is that I don't think it really. I think it occurred to me in stages how unbelievably uncomfortable it would be to be amongst this. And and Lori does point this out here. She goes, um, he explains to her that, um, the party's not at their place. Some friends of Derek and Rachel's that live three streets over have these parties and they get together once a month. It's always the same people, a very private thing that the group has certain interests and they like to share intimate, (laughs) (laughs) intimate romantic experiences together. And so Lori at least is hip to this. And she goes, are you telling me that Derek and Rachel are swingers and you're trying to bring me to a swinger party? I was like, thank you for just knowing. Like, thanks for not needing one thing spelled out for you. (laughs) He says that things with them haven't been going so great ever since they lost the – and he can't even bring himself to say – baby but it's yeah it's it's on it's uh that that part's uncomfortable like he never he's never either confronted this or he never had much feeling about the experience there's there's no we don't get any indication that grant cares about the fact that they had right a miscarriage or that that 
he wanted a baby or ever wanted wants one again or cares and like shout out to everyone who this. copes differently like everyone copes differently um but i do find um in in um in like uh being coupled with sort of also this desire to join a local swingers club i have to say that i think grant might have ulterior motives and not wanting to start a family the 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 He's he's not they they there's not a lot of well we can try again and there's there's and there's already a Fisher Price pirate ship in the backyard so we're we're halfway there to to a family already. At no point is like the option of trying again brought up in this movie for sure. But we don't know, you know, we don't we're not her OBGYN. We don't know what her possibilities are. By the way, just uh, just to back up one minute, the uh the the sort of the first Grant Grant makes a lot of. Uh, uh, Grant's Grant's logic uh, goes in some uh, interesting directions. Absolutely the first, wild. First one, th- just the idea that the way to get over a, a miscarriage is to move into a big family house <laughs> in the suburbs—just right. the two of you alone in uh, this in this giant uh, ten house bedroom was, house. Yeah, was uh, you know then other directions you could have gone with that. Yeah, certainly doesn't make you feel less lonely. But the the, the logic of like the. Lori seems to accept that the logic of yeah well we'll we'll have sex with other people and we'll be thinking of each other and that'll bring us closer together she she doesn't she doesn't immediately want it but she 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 sort of is like well that makes sense that yeah and so when she says no he like jumps out of bed I don't know why I kept getting Chris Watts vibes from him like I don't know if you guys know who Chris Watts no is, idea. but he's a guy who murdered his wife, and she was pregnant, and he also murdered their children. I don't know why I kept getting these vibes from him throughout the movie, where he just seemed like if Grant could have gotten a redo at the end, I think he would have never moved to this neighborhood. Whereas opposed to like a lot of times these villains or whatever, like I think that they're incapable of coming back from it. I really think that Grant is someone who acted on passion and got totally out of control and like therefore is not a safe person to have on the streets because he's just someone who acts impulsively but i think that if given an opportunity for a redo he would have taken it um so she goes through a list of all the normal things that people have on their list when considering something like this is this cheating he's like no it's not cheating when you're both in on it you know we'll be thinking about each other while we do it she says she could never do it um, I personally would like more details on what these two have done to work on their marriage up until this point, because he keeps saying that this is this the salvation, like this is what's going to be everything for them. It's going to fix it. And for me, I'm like, dog, what about couples therapy? therapy. Yeah. What about like, does, I does, don't know. Does therapy usually come before or after swingers? Clubs Trying on, a little on, more on Netflix list. and chill, like, you know, date night. Like these are the things people do to get back in touch. Like before they move to a gigantic suburban a couple's home. massage, perhaps. Yeah. And by the way, they could not have literally like trapped each other in more of an isolated situation. Like he's like, things aren't going well. Let's isolate ourselves. So Rachel comes downstairs the next morning um, because he's gone down to sleep on the couch. He's been in a bad, yeah, get, I mean, we, bad mood. I mean, he's, he brought up something that was really important to him that he wanted to. He wanted to go to a swingers <laughs> this party. This is something he's been holding on to and for the last just, hour and a half. And okay? she just says no. <laughs> yeah, he. I know he. He'd see, like that's the thing. It's like 
either this man is that horny, like he that he just heard this idea 90 minutes prior and was like, we got to get this fucking going. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to lose my shit. Or like he's been planning on this for years. Like who knows what he's done. So he says that he's going to be uh, late coming home from work. Don't bother waiting for dinner. So he's a punishing little bitch too. There's that. He's one of those motherfuckers where – Oof! It definitely, definitely the 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 beta to uh, in 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 every relationship he's he's in here. It's yeah. I mean, like I don't know. Like, is he the beta though? Because to me, that's a real alpha move to just be like, "Well, I'm moving out to the suburbs. I'm going to ask you to join a sex cult, and if you don't do it, then I'm not talking to you." But the it's not a sex cult. I should stop calling it that. Well, it. it, I mean. Actually, you know what? what, uh, I don't. I know no respect to the circle of trust. I don't know why I'm. Yeah, to pay respect to the circle of trust is insulting to the people I want to protect. Well, we we don't know that they that 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 they that they kill unless they we unless Noah is their Frankenstein's monster that they that they unleash on certain people. Um, but uh, no, I I just grants grants. Outfits with sort of the the, the skinny blazers, the skin, mm-hmm. skinny lapels, and the 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 very uh, the, the the crazy pastel ties. I mean, that, that can only be beta. Yeah, his wardrobe is pretty. I mean, he's beta in a lot of ways, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So then we see Lori out for a run, and guess who she meets for real this time? Um, then we're gonna see her out to lunch with her sister Cat and hear about how she takes the news that her sister is about to be a swinger. Let's play 1152 to 1349. How's the run? Good. I'm Noah. I live just across the street from you. I'm Lori. I saw you in the garage. My husband is um, Grant. How's the first night in the house? Quiet. <laughs> Not like the city at all. It's like uh, crickets and a starfield sky. Lots of other things to look at, too. I'm sure we'll see each other around. You have a good run. Wow. Who knew the birds were so exciting? What do the guys look like? Are they cute? Cat. This is not a college dorm, okay? These are married men. Well, they make the best lovers. I mean, so I've heard. I I don't know. I feel like Grant is so set on this that if I don't do it, I risk losing him. So you're open to the idea. Look, if he wanted to cheat on you, he'd just do it behind your back. He's actually empowering you. He's putting you in charge, letting you set the ground rules. I think it's kind of sweet. You should just try it. See how it goes. And if you don't like it, if you're uncomfortable, don't do it again. Forget it. But these people are my neighbors, you know? I feel like once we do it, there's no going back. Plus, what if he likes it and I don't? Then it was never about the two of you. It was just about him getting permission to sleep with the bimbo down the street. And if that's the case, good riddance. Look, it might all work out just like he said. It might even bring you two closer together. And save your marriage. At least think about it. I've never heard uh, that married men make the best lovers. That was a very (laughs) hot take from... I don't know who does. I would assume like an Italian 
dock man or something. <laughs> someone who like works on a dock or something. Maybe someone who, like has a high volume of people Lo- they see. Lawyers in the suburbs. Uh, but they- I seriously doubt married men are the n- world-renowned lovers that Kat has made them out to be. No offense. That's a that's that's a large demographic. First of all, one hundred percent. And uh, also, only I'd like to know what her research is based on. Because a lot of people got married at like 18 and probably have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. But, to this but day, you, I mean, poor you, women. At the least, you'd look to narrow it down. Like, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't say, like, you know, you want to, you want to have a great sexual experience, try a single guy. Like, like, or like, it's, it's, it's too want, broad of a group. Um, the the one the the thing that stands out to me is their elegant lunch. The exterior is Barney's Beanery in Westwood. Is it? Which, yeah, so oh which, my god, I didn't recognize it. Which is 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 uh, so in contrast to the to the elegant courtyard they're sitting in that I I I just can't take the whole scene seriously. That is really funny. I didn't recognize that. Oh, that's and also that's like interesting because they filmed it in L.A. Very few. I think most of these get filmed in Toronto. Sometimes the Valley, but I usually mean, they only, Toronto. They only had three hours to to shoot this, so that so, is true. Like you couldn't, you wouldn't even get through security. These at the are airport. filmed in like ten days. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, like two two business weeks. Impossible to believe. Right. Um. So um. Yeah, I wrote. I think the sister wants to fuck Grant. If I'm being real, there's still an energy there for me. Grant home comes uh, comes home that night, and when he gets home, Lori's standing in the front window waiting to maybe see a glimpse of Noah. Um, he comes in, and he's like, listen, I'm sorry for last night. I don't know what I was thinking. I personally, as a viewer, did not expect that apology, and I also think that Grant really sold that apology for me. His character looked truly ashamed in that moment. I don't think Grant is a very good liar. No, no. He, he was sorry. And so she's like, no. Mm-mm. I want to save the marriage, so I'll do it. But these are the rules. One, we have to approve of each other's partners. Two, either one of us can veto each other's involvement at any time. No questions asked, no turning back. Three, when they're with other people, he'll be thinking of her and she'll be thinking of him. Um, this is very attractive to him. <laughs> the the uh, I'm, I'm not going to say Lori. I mean, Lori's clearly put some thought into this. But the mechanics of uh, uh, of how either of us can can veto at any time in the the night. The like, veto comes up for me. The approval and the veto comes up for me in very interesting ways. Where I'm like, oh, really? That's what approval was. The, like, well, we'll talk about it. But like, it's very. Um, it's questionable if and if rules one or two are ever taking place yeah. at any point or three for that matter. Um, so yeah, they start making out whatever, and then um they arrive to the party that weekend. It's a really big house. The music coming from inside is kind of sexual and haunted. Um, it's, it's, it's the Pope's house, right? <laughs> yeah. Victoria Pope is the, Victoria and husband, and Pope. Victoria and Roger Pope. So they take a look at each other before they go in, like. All right, we're going to do this. Let's do this. I love that little look um, because what they don't realize is that look is where they could have changed everything. Um, 1530 to 1655. Oh, wait, sorry. Do you want to say something? Uh, just my, 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 my favorite line in the uh, exchange in the uh, series about the but I'll, I'll, let it, I'll let it play out. Rather. Okay. I am so glad you could make it. This is our host, Victoria Pope. Rachel's been raving about you guys. Welcome to my home. First things first. Oh. You know what? I got 
Everyone is so excited to meet you. Let me show you around. I think you'll see we're kind of like an extended family here. This is my husband, Roger Pope. He's a real estate developer working on revamping the Riverwalk, darling. Yes. Gloria and Grants, our new members. Oh. Welcome to our home. Thank you for having us. It's so nice to see new faces. This place is amazing. Wait till you see the rest of it. Oh my gosh, the Riverwalk. What a great project. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I don't know. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. We all know these articles, the rules we've sworn to uphold, that we will be open with one another, that we will not withhold. There is no shame, only our secrets in our circle of trust. Mario Ramos. Perfect match. Okay, so yeah, um, the keys are literally all picked from a bowl exactly the way that you hear there. It is a fucking gigantic punch bowl. I'm I'm shocked they went this literal with it. Like when they took the keys, I was certain that they must be getting taken for drinking and driving, which I cannot believe people drive home sober from this event. For some reason, I thought of these things as maybe a slumber party where they would actually like spend the night and then sort of stumble out in the morning. Like maybe there's a Dunkin' Donuts coughing, coffee thing sitting out or something. But like I, yeah, I'm also the other thing that gets me with this whole setup is like, I I am a picky bitch. So like, I would have no business being at that party to begin with. There's a variety of reasons why I probably wouldn't be in that room. But like, one of my main ones is like, there's maybe a chance I would be attracted to one other person in that room. And then when they start to talk about the vetoes and stuff, like when they brought up that concept right away with a key party, my thought is, there is no veto, Yeah, when when are you going to work that? When... when are you going to call your veto out there? When they're walking up the stairs, you're going to st- interrupt the whole party at the Pope's house? Well, and- certainly that is where we find out that they approve of each other's partners, which I guess is rule number one. So, like, after Lori gets Noah, who, of course, is, of course, Noah is Lori's partner, who at the time, I didn't even know Noah was married. I thought Noah went stag to the fucking key party. I don't think you're, I don't think you can come. Right. Now I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah, But um, then Grant gets a chick named Giselle, who he seems very pleased to have been picked by. Um, Grant and Lori just sort of like they're standing on different sides of a staircase and they just sort of like nod like I approve. And I thought that maybe it was less of a physical thing and more of like a spiritual thing. Like when they said I want to approve of them, I thought maybe they meant like we want to know they're a good person. But they're just like, am I cool with my husband fucking that? Sure. Like, nod. Like, that's all she knows. Um, so given given that the 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 popes um are are such an elegant couple and they're, you know, overseeing the Riverwalk project and all that, they really rush right to the the circle of trust here. There's no no appetizers, no showing well, around that's the house, the other no, thing no I- looking at the gazebo extension they're building or Right, it's just like it's just like okay, get in, come on in, stand in a circle, and that was one of my big um, 
sort of realizations as well when they drove home after the party because I was like, oh, you mean these people don't get blackout drunk before they do this? Like, I sort of assumed that at any sex party like this that, like, people would be knocking a few back. Take half a glass to loosen up a little, maybe, before you go have sex with your husband's law partner is uh think about how many ubers have picked up people from sex parties and like knew or didn't know <laughs> the but so what so a couple things what about the alternate universe where where Lori selects derek what what would happen oh um does she veto? Does uh, does does? Uh... I don't think that there would be a veto. I think if anything, like there would be like a. I would then think that there was like another layer of insidiousness to it, where like Derek was low key trying to fuck his friend's wife the whole time. But one thing I will point out is that Giselle is, as we will learn, a seasoned player and the on the circle of trust scene. And G- Giselle is the key to this entire movie. None of this so. would have happened if it wasn't for sweet, sweet Giselle. But I have to wonder, is Giselle like an initiation ritual? Like, do all the guys have to fuck new guys Giselle to... and see if they can, like, if they can hang with that? Giselle and, like, is not clearly, like, the town hoe here. Like, well, like, yeah, because the... Derek is very clear, like, listen, do not, because later on they go for a jog, and we'll get to that. But when they go for their jog, he's like, don't fuck with this bitch. So do we believe that Lori just happened to pick to pick Noah and... And uh, Giselle just happened to pick. Uh, I mean, it feels weird to me that the newbies both got the town bicycles, if you know what I'm saying. I do, yeah. You know, like it feels a little bit like a little bit of a plant to me. But then again, I was thinking all of the various ways in which putting your keys into a bowl are such an imperfect plan. Like, because you can so intentionally know whose car is what or like whatever else there's a variety or like have something sort of like tilted towards you or whatever there's a variety of ways that keys in a bowl can be manipulated with the, the once the, we get the to one f- with the one of the rabbit's foot you know yeah uh, only be- <laughs> once we get to like 15 plus keys at that point i'll believe that there might be some randomness to it but and also like who are these other people there's all these other people that i'm like they should be questioned as well exactly who is the guy with the uh the the with the with the uh ponytail that that rachel goes off with the perfect match oh i forgot his name but it's like mario or something i think but yeah everyone's horny for him (laughs) um so noah and laurie are alone in the bed she's like i'm nervous and he's like you don't be also i'm sorry we can wait what the so how many bedrooms does this goddamn place have that they all again? So like this is another thing, like because there is going to be a moment later on where you sort of realize, okay, there must have been assigned bedrooms to an extent. Don't give it away now, because like there's a little bit of some setup going on there. But I do think that yeah, I I don't again, I don't know why I was so shocked that this wasn't a sleepover party because certainly. <laughs> the- with, you know, 30 people at your, you know, 10 people at your house, whatever, however many it is, you can't have a sleepover. I think that, like, some people must have just done it in, like, large closets. The, I mean, like so a with California the, with closet, like, man. There were, there were about 10 couples there, 10, 12 couples there. Right. 
Yeah, so a 12-bedroom house with uh, with not including kids' rooms because there's no children in this suburban community. I and, think that there's probably some office yeah. with a couch and then maybe some of the old-timers can, like, double up in a room because they've, you know, they've seen it all by now. What do you, what do, you do if, if um, to get technical here, what, what do you do if uh, you go into the room and one or other of the people isn't able to perform? Do you just go back down and... Ask, oh, I think like, you probably you, hang out. So you, because you, Noah implies that he's like, well, we can wait. And I was like, oh, maybe they won't have sex this time. No, of course they don't wait. Like as soon as he says that they can wait, Lori's like, oh, it's on because she feels like safe with him or something, I guess. Um, but yeah, I uh, I have questions about the logistics of that as well. And also I'm confused about like why some of them just don't take it to a bigger party. Like, I feel like some of these people would just be fine with, like, a, an orgy. And I don't know why they can't have that moment together. Anyway, they drive home after the party, and they're in the kitchen for a moment. And Lori's like, Giselle's perfume stinks. She wears way too much of it. And then he's like, were you thinking of me? And she was like, yeah. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I honestly don't think I could drive home sober with my like significant other like i've never been married but i can only imagine how much like more uncomfortable that would be that's that's a that's a weird car ride it's i, I can driving confirm, home yeah. after this dead sober after like a, a your first sexual encounter with like essentially a stranger your um, wife your, your your husband smells like giselle's uh chief perfume but sure enough, this this did something for them. The two of them go right at it on the kitchen counter. I was going to play this scene just because like, I thought that their sort of way of talking to each other once they were renewed as a couple um, was interesting. But I decided ultimately that... I'm gonna spare you guys of the gross kissing sounds, um, <laughs> uh, the, but but that they that they they make use of the island, the kitchen, the kitchen island. Yeah, is, that's uh, good. Before they rip out the countertops, for sure. And can 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 I just point out here mm -hmm. from this point on, the miscarriage will never be referred to again. Mm. The circle of trust worked. Yes. Well, I mean, we it, know it, go, that it, it, it fails in some other ways that that are unfortunate, but. As for getting over a miscarriage, uh, apparently a, a thousand a percent yeah. effective. I mean, yeah, it, it is because even in the morning they wake up, the house is lit differently. Like the house is brighter from this moment on. They are new people. She gets a notification on her phone. And like when he comes downstairs, there's like just like a new energy between them. She gets a notification on her phone. Grant's like, is it good news? And she's like, it might be. Rachel gave my name to a friend who wants me to help her with her house. Oh, Miss Kapoor. Miss yeah. Kapoor is going to come into it. And that's when I write, do not tell me this woman is an interior designer. I don't think I put it together up until this point because, like, their house is so... She's never mentioned what There's she... a fucking tapestry hanging in their bedroom. Yeah, the, uh, we, 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 I'm sorry, we, 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 we glossed her. I meant to make most of this talking about that tapestry hanging, but what the... There's <laughs> what a the fucking tapestry that looks like, honestly, like a small rug, which, by the way, I'm not going to shit on this style because I've actually seen it done chic. But it looks like that she taked like tacked a throw rug to the wall. Kind of like a, a yarn rug or uh, with 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 little. Yeah, it looks like a crocheted rug. Yeah. yeah, and then they have um, and then uh, over the they have like a big sort of like I call it like a quote unquote just a shorthanded living spaces type style um bed frame which means that it's just like absolutely gigantic. It looks like tufted underneath. It has like a big wood frame 
cloth, whatever. Like 10 and then feet off the floor. Over that, they have just like, just what looks like hippie rags. It just looks like the fucking rags that you would have around when you're like a stoner and you're like, I like patterns. Like it looks honestly like a Harvard Square flash sale and like in that bedroom. And I have no idea. It's just you're, you're just like having an acid trip when you look at that 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 bed in that room it's like and this- i was like maybe what these people need is the weed that complements that tapestry because like i don't you know i'm not like here to say let's do let's all do drugs but i feel like that would have really chilled them out quite a bit it would have been another thing but and, and <laughs> they bond over their extreme stoner t- lifestyle but 2020 hindsight uh along with couples therapy and netflix weed made might have been something to try before a swingers club. They do seem to be in like the tax bracket to afford to be like that burning man couple though. Sure. Like if they want to swing, maybe they can go get some strange at burning man away from the neighborhood. Like, you know, they're sort of in that older set of burning man, you know, play it a little bit more safe, stay in the shade a little bit more, but still enjoy the festivities. He's an attorney on the rise with like a 60 year old man as his assistant to walks around behind him and takes dictation. Like. Um, so they also seem to uh, really drive in home the difference between them before and after because, yeah, the kitchen is flooded with light, as I said. Um, I like the uh, blinds in the kitchen. They're good, like, McMansion blinds. I want to throw that out there in terms of the window treatments I've brought up. So he gets a call. He says it looks like he has to go out of town for a week and then meet some clients for dinner, so he'll have to stay the night, to which I say, mm-hmm, I am so sure. The, oh, the night after the, you go to your first fucking orgy, all of a sudden you have to go out of town for the night. To to, to San Diego, yeah. Like, the, by the way, again, sorry to the orgy community for, like, that, literally just roping you into this. <laughs> Is that, there an orgy that just community? Came up, uh, that just came up the day after that there's a, a sudden last-minute deposition or um, so they both go outside and Noah is sort of peacocking his way across the street in an open bathrobe and boxers holding a mug of coffee. I don't know if you guys have seen, I think it's Amy Schumer's last special. Like I, like I don't even like watch comedy specials, but for some reason I've seen that. And that's not true. I watch comedy specials, but I've seen that. And there's this whole bit about how basically she got her husband and she and her husband had him tested for Asperger's because like he had a really poor ability to (laughs) like she noticed basically like when she'd be like oh we're actually going to be busy tomorrow or like we have somewhere to be like when they were trying to get out of plans like normal people like he sorry for using the word normal like the way that people do he would be like no we don't have anywhere to be (laughs) and so she realized like oh he doesn't have that thing that like like most shitty people have, which is like, I'm just going to tell a white lie to get out of something. So she had him tested for Asperger's and sure enough, he was diagnosed with it. There is a moment in this. they teach him how to lie? It reminds me. No, they didn't teach him how to lie. Um, There's a moment in this next minute long scene that reminds me so much of that bit. Let's play 2148 to 2246. Good luck today. Thank you. You'll get the job. Thank you. Good morning, neighbors. Hey, Noah. Hey. Sorry we didn't get a chance to talk more last night, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Why don't you come over to my house for dinner tonight? Tonight? Uh-huh. Oh, tonight. Don't we have that that thing? No. No, we're free. We're good. Great. 6.30? Yeah. Bring your appetite. 
Have fun at work now, guys. Babe, why did you just agree to dinner? Why not? Because it's awkward. Babe, we can't hide from our neighbors because it's awkward. This is what we signed up for when we opened our marriage. Look, if we stand together and we face our fears together, we will grow together. Let me know how today goes. Okay. I love a good breath. Just like they, there's no other end to the scene. So they just do a breath. Um, so this is a moment where I also realized like maybe Grant, like this unlocks some sort of power trip within him because that was so bold the way he just steamrolled that situation and literally was like dying to go to dinner with the guy who was fucking his wife the night before. I almost wondered if that was him. What is his motivation there? I wondered if that was him trying to like be like, oh, I'm so okay with this that like I'll go to dinner at the guy who fucked my wife's house. Like I think almost in a way, like when someone because I'm also this going actually to, going makes to me shiver a little bit. And that's I think that yeah, I think he's trying to be like he's trying to neutralize the situation with Noah so that if they're around Giselle, it's not weird. Is that because that makes me sick a little bit to think that like. People are like that, but people so, be so like here's, that. So here's another – this is another moment that that I marked down that suggests that this is not logic, that if she were still alive that people would have, that this is another hint that she's actually dead. We could, normally, like the guy who has sex with your wife comes over in a bathrobe and no shirt – and says, come to dinner tonight. I mean, this man's peacocking. Like, if I can even tell you, there's no way for me to, like, get the comedic, like, timing of what this man did as he, like, threw on his... He threw on the bathrobe as he was leaving the house. And, like, by the way, when he goes, here, I got this for you, like, the paper that he hands him looks like a fucking weathered circular. Like, it looks like just, like, not even a real newspaper. It looks like a fucking they, bundle of coupons. Do you think when they shot it, they couldn't find find an actual L.A. Times uh Maybe, or they were just or... trying to show, like, this is how little, like, Noah's literally going to piss on your territory, bitch. He's going to walk up shirtless on your lawn the, the day the after gutter. fucking your wife and be like, yo, um... Take some coupons, you stupid bitch. Come over to my house for dinner tonight. And then the lady is like, I don't know. Like, I don't think this is respectful. And the guy is like, yeah, I'll fucking come and take these coupons and eat your steak tonight. Like, it's like this. It's it's such a demented. It's so demented. <laughs> it's so demented. It, it, it could only, the only possible explanation is that. So so now we are getting like deeper into like the hellscape here. Mm-hmm. It's like about to take a real Yeah. Um there's down downturn in this very next scene that that's coming and or the, the, and um <laughs> you know I mean it, it just this this just suggests that like none of this can really be happening. So there is um I'm so glad that you said that he is a bimbo and like that he can't really carry an arc because there's a moment coming up. So um they eat dinner at Noah's that night and Lori's being a little bit over the top to take the sting off of how awkward this is for her. Before we before we see it can can we just talk about the seating arrangement at the at at the dinner? <laughs> That's a good call. They, they, <laughs> yeah. They, so they they have they they're they're seated like uh, Lori and Grant on either Noah's at the head of the table, having made the steaks. Yeah. Um, and and then 
they just put Olivia, uh, his wife. They just- put Grant and Lori across the table on either side in like the first and like third position, I think you would call it. And then in the second position, over by like the furthest away, is Olivia, who honestly, looking at her now, might as well be facing the wall, eating off of a TV tray. <laughs> and who table. doesn't who doesn't speak? He doesn't have a line in the in the course of the dinner. She looked they, she looked dead inside. They, like, they, she they looked couldn't like she put her at the end of, of the table. They, they could they could they not get a table for four? I, I feel mean, like they could was... have put her in the yard, and like <laughs> it would have been better. Like just like like she's like, no, I'm going to eat on the patio in the back. You two, you three have a good time. Um, so. There's this great moment in here where Grant's like complimenting on the steak and Noah says, I'm, I'm glad I just didn't ruin them. I'm glad I just didn't ruin them instead of I'm glad, um, I'm just glad I didn't ruin them. Okay. And so there, I'm going to play this clip. It's 2358 to 2302. And I want to hear if you think that if there's any chance that it was written in the script like this or if they just never got a clean take of the actor saying it. Like if shooting this was a nightmare for them. <laughs> right, so Andy? good. Great. Oh, good. I'm glad I just didn't ruin them. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there's no way. Wait, can you play that? <laughs> I'm glad I... Just I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad I just didn't ruin, ruin them. them. There's yeah. there's no way that that's the way that that was meant to be said. But I'm glad I just didn't ruin them. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh my way, god, that's going to haunt me. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.